namo myoho renge kyo namo myoho renge kyo namo myoho renge kyo hi everyone hope this finds you in good health and secure we are continuing with the last of the innumerable meetings i think we'll finish it today and then we start on the sutra of the lotus dharma of the wonderful law Thus I have heard, or have I heard. Different translations, right? All right, so we are on the ninth inconceivable merit of this practice. The inconceivable merit power of this sutra is as follows. If good sons or good daughters receiving this sutra, either during the Buddha's lifetime or after his extinction, leap for joy, acquire the unprecedented Keep, read, recite, copy, and adore this sutra. And explain its meaning discriminatingly and widely for living beings. They will instantly destroy the heavy barriers of errors or delusions resulting from previous karma and become purified acquire great eloquence, gradually realize all paramitas, accomplish all samadhis, and shurangarama samadhi. Now, as I've said before, and, and Nietzschean says this in his own way, in his doctrine, yes? That the chanting of the Daimoku subsums, includes and even furthers the accomplishments of the earlier teaching, all of the teachings of Shakyamuni Buddha. Why is this? Because all of the earlier or provisional teachings were teaching aspects of expanding the mind, the mind's capacities, the mind's abilities, exploring those eight consciousnesses, starting with just the first five, the skandhas, right? And then over time, the teaching expanding, demonstrating greater and greater capacity, right? We've heard it talked about in this very sutra, the, the early teachings of the Four Noble Truths, followed by the 12-length causal chain, the nindana, right? Leading eventually through these steps of expanding the jhanas, the sittas, the, the minutiae of how the mind puts things together, the, the skandhas. But that's Vasubandhu, of course, but still it comes from earlier sutras to the Prajnaparamita Sutra, the, the uh, uh, perfection of wisdom sutras. Yeah, All of that doesn't get replaced by something else, something new. If you've ever done a sport like soccer or badminton or chess, not a sport, but a game, but still, even a job, but it's easier to talk about in the terms of um, like sports and games or hmm, anything of a human endeavor starts with what? The basics. 
once you evolve to develop skills and compete on a level where it's just about excelling at the game, you're no longer focused on simply making contact with the ball on your foot or the ball on the bat or the way a knight moves on a chessboard. You just know, you see it, and then you just execute, right? So when you, when you play a game of chess or checkers, you don't have to be reminded of every single rule, the parameters of the game. So Buddhism is no different, really. There's, it's voluminous, but when we chant Namo Myoho Rengekyo, we are invoking that innate skill of Buddhaness, which is built on the success of all of those previous exercises. We don't even think about them because they're invoked immediately. It's all included. Right? I've heard people say Namo Myorengeko is like the most amazing shortcut. And that's kind of, to me, that's a little disparaging of the depth and profundity of the, the Daimoku, but I understand why someone would say that. Hmm? So here it is being said in the ninth of the ten conspicuous, amazing, inconceivable merits, accomplishments, rewards of this teaching, this sutra. If you really commit to it, right, adore this sutra, and you explain discriminatingly, expedient devices, skillful means, widely for living beings, they will instantly destroy the heavy barrier of errors or delusions resulting from previous karmic rip, uh, repercussions. Yeah? Those samsaric obstacles. And become purified. What does he mean by purified? Well, he means acquire great eloquence. You'll just, you'll have acquired the skillful means. You'll have acquired the daranis. You'll have acquired expedient words and phrases. You'll have acquired all those things that have been previously taught. They will simply develop in you. Because that potential has always been there. You just haven't exercised it. Gradually realize all paramitas, right? All of those uh, years of study on, on being generous, on being uh, soft-spoken, on being all of those different paramitas, your behaviors, starting with the Noble Eightfold Path. They will just come from you because you've just released them. It's not that you didn't have them. You just didn't know how to release them. But now, with Namo Myorengekyo, they are fully released. So gradually, you'll realize the all paramitas. Realize, key word, yeah? And you'll accomplish all samadhis and shurangama samadhi. So all these different meditations and so forth, they're all subsumed in the one chant, Namo Myorengekyo. It's very clear. 
An early Mahayana, these are my two cents here, an early Mahayana Sutra of Indian origin, which focuses on the transcendental nature, supernatural powers, and transformational feats bestowed upon the meditation practitioner by the state of meditation called the Surangama Samadhi, or the Samadhi of the heroic progression. It's, it's part of your awakened Buddha eye, isn't it? When you enter the great gate of Dharani and rise up to the upper stage quickly with strenuous effort, it takes effort, they will spread their divided bodies in all the lands of the ten directions and relieve the and emancipate entirely all living beings who suffer greatly in the 25 abodes. Thus, such a power can be seen in this sutra. You slice up your body and mail it to everyone? No. Our bodies are our presence, right? When I talk about we radiate out our life conditions. Hmm? Good sons and daughters, this is called the ninth inconceivable merit power of this sutra. Good sons and daughters, tenthly. Now we're on the tenth one. The inconceivable merit power of this sutra is as follows. If good men and good, or good sons and good daughters... What does he mean by sons and daughters? That we're all sons and daughters? No, he means specifically the Buddha is our father. And so we, being of the same nature, the same origins, the same makeup with the potential for Buddhahood, are the good sons and daughters of Buddha. Receiving this sudra either during the Buddha's lifetime or after his extinction, greatly rejoice, raise the rare mind. Keep, read, recite, copy, and adore this sutra of their own accord. Practice it as it were, has been taught. Also induce many monks and lay people to keep, read, recite, copy, adore, and expound this sutra. And practice it as the law these good sons or good daughters will obtain the innumerable realms of Dharani in their bodies because it is wholly by the merciful and friendly instructions of these good sons or good daughters that other people attain the way and the merit through the power of the practice of this sutra. They will make vast oaths and great vows of numberless asamkaya naturally, and from the beginning in the stage of ordinary men, and raise a deep desire to relieve all living beings of cravings and clinging. They will realize the great compassion, thoroughly abolishing all sufferings, gather many good roots, and bring benefits to all. They will explain the favor of the law and greatly enliven the withered. Give all living beings the medicine of the law and set all at ease. Gradually elevate their view to live in the stage of the law cloud. The stage of the law cloud is the tenth and highest of the ten stages of the Bodhisattva way. Thereupon these persons, good sons and good daughters, will accomplish perfect and complete 
enlightenment. Anuttara Samyak Sambhulai before long. Good sons and good daughters, this is called the tenth inconceivable merit power of this sutra. Good sons and daughters, the sutra of innumerable meanings, such a supreme great vehicle, has an extremely great transcendent power and is unsurpassed in its worth. It makes all ordinary men accomplish the profound merit and makes them free from the cycle of birth and death forever. Samsara. Thereupon this sutra is called innumerable meanings. It makes all the living sprout the innumerable ways of all bodhisattvas in the stage of ordinary men and makes the tree of merit grow dense, thick, and tall. Therefore, this sutra is called inconceivable merit power, another epithet for the Lotus Sutra. At that time, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, great adornment with the 80,000 Bodhisattva Mahasattvas, said to the Buddha with one voice, Oh yeah, <laughs> we forgot, forgot about them. We got wrapped up in what the Buddha was saying for so long. <laughs> So the bodhisattvas who are listening to all this say, World-honored one, the sutra of innumerable meanings, such a profound, wonderful, and supreme great vehicle taught by the Buddha is reasonable in its logic, unsurpassed in its worth, and protected by all the Buddhas of the three worlds or spheres. Hmm? No kind of demon or heretic can break into it, nor can any wrong view or life and death destroy it. Thereupon, this sutra has ten such inconceivable merit powers. It greatly benefits innumerable living, living beings, makes all bodhisattva mahasattvas attain the contemplation of innumerable meanings. A hundred thousand realms of dharanis, all the stages and assurances of bodhisattva, and the accomplishment of the four-way merits of Pratyaka Buddha and Arhat. And more, we will come across that. The world-honored one has taught such a law willingly for us in compassion and made us obtain the benefits of the law abundantly. This is immensely marvelous and unprecedented. It is difficult to repay the merciful favor of the world-honored one. At the close of these words, the 3,000 great thousand-fold world, the Trichiliocosm was shaken in the six ways. Various kinds of celestial flowers, such as the Utapala, Padma, Komoda, Pundarika, rained down from the sky, and numberless kinds of celestial perfumes, rose garlands, blah, 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 blah. Rolling down from the sky, they were offered to the Buddha, all the bodhisattvas and shravakas, and the great assembly. The celestial bins and bowls were filled with all manner of celestial delicacies, which gave satisfaction naturally to anyone who just saw them and smelled their perfume. The celestial banners, flags, canopies, and playthings were placed everywhere, and celestial music was playing in praise of the Buddha. It's party time. Also, the Buddha world's everyone's perception, their worldview, as numerous as the sands of the Ganges, in the east were shaken by the six ways, celestial flowers, so on and so forth. Blah, 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 blah. The celestial banners, blah, blah, blah. 
music played, praise for those Buddhas, those Bodhisattvas and Sharakas and the Great Assembly, so too was it in the southern, western, and northern quarters in the four intermediate directions and above and below. You may recognize, this is my words, these multiple geographical directions as the often mentioned ten directions of the Lotus Sutra. At that time, the Buddha addressed the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, great adornment, and the 80,000 Bodhisattva Mahasattvas, saying, You should entertain a deep respect for this sutra, practice it as the law, instruct all widely, and propagate it earnestly. You should protect it heartily, day and night, and make all living beings obtain the benefits of the law. This is truly great mercy and great compassion. So, offering the transcendent power of a vow, you should protect this sutra and not let anybody put obstacles in its way. Then you should have it practiced widely in Jampudvipa and make all living beings observe, read, write, copy, and adore it without fail. Because of this, you will be made to obtain perfect enlightenment rapidly. This repeated, again my annotation, this repeated exhortation to dedicate oneself in effort, study, commitment, obviates a vigilant attitude and a solid intent for the goal of practice for one's self-realization and the realization of all sentient beings. This is something Nietzschean is always reinforcing, yeah? This point was certainly not lost on Nietzschean, who reminds us often in his writings of the importance of our focused intent when chanting the Daimoku to single-mindedly seek Buddha, right? All right. At this time, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva Greg Adornment rose up from his seat, went up to the Buddha with the 80,000 Bodhisattvas, made reverence at his feet, a hundred thousand times made processions around him, and then going forth to kneel, said to the Buddha with one voice, World-honored one, we have been placed under the mercy of the world-honored one to our delight. The Sutra of Innumerable Meanings, this profound, wonderful, and supreme great vehicle has been taught for us. We will widely propagate this sutra after the Tathagata's extinction in obedience to the Buddha's command. And let all keep, read, recite, copy, and adore it. Be pleased to have no anxiety. With the vow power, we will let all the living accept, read, recite, copy, and adore this sutra and acquire the marvelous merits of this teaching. At that time, the Buddha said in praise, Excellent, excellent! All good sons and daughters, you are really and truly the Buddha's sons and daughters. See what I said earlier. You are persons who abolish sufferings and remove calamities thoroughly with great mercy and great compassion. You are the good field of merits for all living beings. You have been the great good leaders extensively for all. You are the great support for all living beings. You are the great benefactors of all living beings. Always bestow the benefits of the law extensively on all. At that time, all in the great assembly, greatly rejoicing together, made salutations to the Buddha and, taking possession of the sutra, withdrew.
that's the end of the Innumerable Meaning Sutra. What do you think? What did you get from that? Did it not echo everything we're about to read in the Lotus Sutra? If you've uh, followed any of the playlists so far of the many translations of the Lotus Sutra I've already shared with you, certainly in this, yet another translation, but uh, my own, and I'm still working on honing it in. So, Although copies of this are currently available right, online as an artist proof, if you're interested, um, I am now, as I read it, making subtle little cleanup and changes at the end of which I will change the description on the website to read uh, final revision. Anyway, we are about to start the Lotus Sutra proper with chapter one, the introductory chapter, which starts with the statement, thus have I heard. We will save the beginning of that for the next video podcast. <laughs> And in the meantime, I wish you good health. Take care of your health. Stay strong in your practice. If there's a really strong message in all of this, from Nietzsche and on back to Shakyamuni, really, you should adore your practice. The word I use, savor it. Savor every chant. Don't be in a rush. Right? If you've ever done any hammer uh, framing, those of you, gals and guys who like to build things DIY, right? You know, when you strike that hammer, when you strike that nail just right with the right hammer and it just sinks in, it's worth 10 fumbling strikes, isn't it? Just one good whack. So focus. Namu myo ho renge kyo. Open that Gohanzan gate. Open that Buddha eye with every Daimoku. <sighs> yeah, that's powerful. Stay strong. And I'll see you in the next one. Oh, don't forget all the links in the description. I didn't talk about that much today. You know what to do. And your support is invaluable. Right? From just clicking uh, a like and subscribe all the way to patrons. This, this is yours. This resource with all of its stores in, of, of information is about your practice. So make use of it as much as possible. Yeah. All right. That's it. Bye for now. <laughs>